today with Multifamily. Talking trends in today's multifamily industry. Hosted by Megan and Branday. Presented by MAA. Thank you everyone for joining us for episode four of Today with Multifamily. I'm your host, Megan Elder, and I'm here with my co-host, Brande Starbuck. Hi, everyone. Glad to have you back this week for episode four. We have a very special guest today. So I'm going to introduce you to Mr. Johnny Forrest, who is a service manager with Mid-America Apartment Communities right here in Jackson, Mississippi. He has been in the industry for 16 years with Mid-America almost six years as a service manager. He is from Mississippi and he is a family man. Uh, When he's not spending time with his family, you can find him fishing. So welcome, Johnny. We are so excited to have you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I am happy to be here. He's he's probably terrified. He's a little nervous. And we picked him Monday, so he's very busy. So we're really appreciative that he can step away from coffee a little bit. But um, Johnny, we're thrilled to have you here this week and wanted to dig a little bit more into the nitty gritty of maintenance in the multifamily industry. Um, So tell us a little bit more about your experience and how you got started. Well, uh, once I got out of college, I have a degree in office business management and I managed a medical clinic for five years. And uh, and I got bored and I actually like to do things with my hands. So my initial thought of getting HVAC certified before I went in, before I went to college, that's what I really wanted to do, but I changed my major once I got to college. So once I started work, I got bored. Mm-hmm. And being in the office just wasn't for me. So I went back and got my license in HVAC and an apartment gave me opportunity. Yeah. Huh. Wow. And since then, it's always been like apartment maintenance. Yes. Nice. Mm -hmm. I bet you don't get bored anymore. (laughs) I'm going to say, yeah. (laughs) You have no lack of, no downtime. (laughs) Not at all. That's so funny. So what would you say is your biggest challenge in your current role at the property? The biggest challenge is managing your staff Mm -hmm. and um, trying to put in perspective on how your day going to be and uh once you get that it's down here from that hmm, that's good mm-hmm. so how big is your current staff i have a maintenance tech and three leasing in the office okay awesome so it's five of us in all and we all one big family mm. that's great that's one of the best things about this industry absolutely mm-hmm. yes so if there's someone you, you said, kind of gave us a little bit of a history of how you got started so if someone wanted to get in the field of maintenance and multifamily, what recommendations or suggestions or would you tell them to run <laughs> what would you tell them <laughs> well first off you have to be self-driven mm-hmm. you you really need that drive because if you don't have that drive and the opportunity presents itself, uh, it's not, I don't think it's that um, you want to have the love for it. But if you will have that love for it and that drive and willing to learn, it's a great opportunity. You will learn a lot. Well, and you, so you started out, I guess let's go back a little bit. You, so when you started out in the industry, you were a tech and then you kind of worked your way up. Correct. So I guess you could say this is a really great career. You could start small and you can work it. You really can make it a career. It's not just a job. You can. Yeah. And, and uh, some of the things that you learn is 
a maintenance tech is different skills that you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even think you have it in you. Right. You, know? you have to get creative. Right. So <laughs> yeah. once you get an idea or someone that's willing to teach you, you can learn a lot and teach. I think that's great. So one of the things, and we hadn't, this wasn't a part of um, the things that we had talked about before, but yes. just in conversation, when I believe that the maintenance industry is kind of a dying breed, to be honest. And it's one thing that I know industry-wide, we battle with finding and keeping good maintenance technicians and service managers like yourself. I mean, that's it's extraordinary that you've even been with Mid-America for almost six years. Yes. So why do you think that it's so difficult to find good people in this industry? Well, um, um, people that don't want to work, it's bad experience that they have. Mm-hmm. And they, they feel like if this is an experience that I'm having now, my next step will be the same, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't know until you step out. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of hard to uh, keep good people because, like you say, you have to be self-driven. Mm-hmm. And if you on a property that's um, that is challenging, uh, it'll it'll defeat you. Mm-hmm. It can definitely. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And I think one thing too that and people who aren't multifamily maybe would understand this but properties go through a lot of they, they get sold a lot mm-hmm. and so that every time that's a very stressful experience and there's a lot that comes with that and so it's really hard to stay on a property that's been gone through multiple sales people don't understand that if you, you know not knowing are you going to have a job are they going to bring right. on that adds stress too right. so that's a whole different level of you know skill sets i think you have to have to be in this industry it's constantly changing you never know who's going to Wake up and own you one day yourself. That's true. It's the fear of unknown. Absolutely. And some people don't do well with that. So it's a testament to those who have stuck (laughs) with the industry for so long. But if you are bored, this is a great industry to get into. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So what would you say are some of the best aspects of your job? Smiles. Smiles that you come to work every day, fulfilling your job, knowing that you did, um, you made somebody's made someone happy. That's awesome. Because uh, you know it it can be stressful. I mean, on our residents, mm-hmm. you know, things happen, and uh, they could have came from a bad experience. Mm-hmm. So if you show them a different experience, they appreciate that for you. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, and I don't think that I don't think that we talk enough about how much, how, how big of an impact maintenance mm-hmm. has on a property success. And we talk a lot about management. We talk a lot about um, uh, operations, mm-hmm. financials, you know, all of that, because that's kind of what the owners seem to focus on. Right. Mm-hmm. But on a property level, having a strong maintenance team can make or break your property. It, it truly can. Yeah. It's huge. Definitely. So Johnny, since you've been in the industry, um, how has it been being part of the Mississippi Apartment Association and how has that helped you on the maintenance side of things? Well, uh, it helps out a whole lot because first of all, you meet a lot of people uh, and they bring, apartment association bring us together. Uh, we not only a family on the property, when we come together as a whole, no. yeah. we're one big family and we all have been through pretty much the same thing. So we all have our stories we can tell with each other and Absolutely. and we can understand right. where everyone coming from because we've been in the business yeah. together. 
Mm-hmm. Well, just a little brag on Johnny. I don't know that we included this in our intro, but no. Johnny was our um, MAA Diamond Awards 2019 Maintenance Supervisor of the Year. So yes. um, he got a special award for that last year. And um, it's one of the many benefits to being a part of your local apartment <laughs> association. Yes, of you're bragging great. Yes. You know, you have a plaque and everything. So. I do. <laughs> yeah. So as a service manager, how do you schedule your day? Like when you walk in in the morning, what what does your typical day look like? Um, your typical day, um, before you see, before you see uh, about your work orders and everything, you, you want to look at your property. Because first of all, when people come in, resident, the first thing they want to see is your property. If your property don't look up to part, they think, they think the worst of your property. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the first thing we want to deal with. We want to deal with our ground. Mm-hmm. We want to deal with our pool area because regardless what time of the year it is, if people want to see your pool and your pool look nice, most likely they would rather want to stay there. But so the outlook of the property is your first main concern. Mm-hmm. And once uh you get that done, you go to your work orders and your, how your work orders, um, you know, schedule, then you make readies and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of time management it in is. what you do. Mm-hmm. And then you're also coordinating your staff schedules as well as resident schedules, especially Correct. since COVID. You know, we didn't, we didn't think about this when I was preparing for this episode, but I can imagine like what you went through with, over the last year has been, I'm sure, very different from your last 16 years in, in multifamily. It has. What what kind of experiences have you pulled from that, dealing with all of the COVID-19 policies and procedures and kind of the fear that the residents were experiencing, the fear y'all were experiencing mm-hmm. on site? I know I was on site during a lot of it too, and I felt awful when we were learning as we were going. We we didn't know what we were doing. So how how has that been as far as like pre-COVID, post-COVID or still navigating that? Well, with my experience of having COVID myself, um, it gives you a whole different perspective on um, safety. Mm -hmm. So um, at the same time, you know what you went through with COVID. You wouldn't want that on your resident. So whatever safety precautions you have to do, even though it's more than you usually do, you're protecting yourself and them. So it's it's a more challenging role, but at the end result, we all say. Yeah. And they really appreciate you for Absolutely. that. Yeah. And safety is a huge side of maintenance. It really is. In the industry. And as we're talking, I'm just thinking of a million other questions. I could probably sit here all day and pick your brain. <laughs> but, um, you know, we have, again, people who are not a part of this industry may not appreciate all of the certifications, licenses, mm-hmm. all of the inspections that we have to go through on a yes. yearly, monthly basis with the city, with the state, with you know, keeping that pool sparkling, you have you have to make sure it's open and ready for inspection at any time. That those chemicals are correct. Um, that there, if there's a flood, that you get mold inspections yes. done, mold remediation. So you're coordinating again with vendors, mm-hmm. residents. How has your vendor relationships been to you, as far as how 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 those impacted your property or your experiences, either either negatively or positively? 
Well, uh, in my experience with my vendors, we are close. We talk, even even though we it's business, but you know it's a face to face contact. We talk, get to know each other, and so they know if you call, Johnny really need us. Yeah. So we gonna do what it takes to help him. And I'm the same way. You know, they call or different things that they need, and I tr- do my best to try to be that for them. And when they get to a point that I need them, they write on the spot. Mm-hmm. That's never good for our associate out. members to know. Yes, you'll remember that. <laughs> Pick up those phones when you see maintenance call. <laughs> yes, exactly. And honestly, how do you how do you deal with people who would like your business? Like as far as our associate members, they want they join us to build relationships with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And so if if a vendor is wanting to get on site and create those relationships, what's the best way to do that? Well, um, I have an open door policy. If if, um, if you can come to Lakeshore and <laughs> ask for me, uh, I mean, I'm I'll, I'm busy. Don't get me wrong, but I would take time to uh, build a relationship with a vendor That's right. because it it it, it the, in in the long term we here for each other. Right. So uh, if they if if I need them, I would like to have that relationship with them. That's great to hear. And I'm sure food helps if they bring that too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just another little tip. So, Johnny, we like to kind of wrap up with all of our guests with a few questions. Okay. Um, so, three questions we wanted to ask you. And so, the first question is Have you ever rented an apartment or home before? I have. And what's I, that experience been like? Well, it has its ups and its downs. Of course, you uh, once you get off work, you live on property, you can come home and online. And, and it's great to actually just live on property to get a good understanding of what people or the resident mm-hmm. go through. Absolutely. Even um, not just during the day, at night as well. The downside is that your resident know you live yeah, there. Exactly. And, and they'll come knock on your door. Yeah. Yes, they will. Yeah. They know where you live. And, 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 and you try not to be rude. You, you do what you can to uh, satisfy them, but at the same time, you know, you you try to make them understand that it's uh, a way you go about doing that. That's why we have on-call. You you uh, have to call in and create a report. Then we get back with you. But right. That's the downside. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's almost like you're all always on-call yeah. sometimes. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Because uh, if you, you pretty much build a relationship with your resident. Mm-hmm. You know, you you when you're at work and you speak with them or doing a work order, like whenever you need us, just let us know. Mm-hmm. And they take that living. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. They do. Another just another thing you have to juggle even yeah. on your personal time. You do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite thing about this industry? The skills. Oh, okay. My favorite thing about because I had no idea <laughs> on what I was doing when I first got in the business. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone took the time out and, and showed me things that I've learned. And now it's my opportunity to show someone that's that's coming into the business that don't know to uh, for me to teach them. Because in this business, we, we all learn. Mm-hmm. I don't care how long you've been in the business or mm-hmm. how short, you can come right in and show me something that mm-hmm. I don't know. Or I can show you something. So we all learn it. 
That's no, great. That's, that's really great. I yeah. love that. I think so. I mean, yeah, we're every and day I, we're learning something new. And I think with the, the new generation that's coming, our kids and, and grandkids, it's nice to be able to have an industry where we can teach them a skill that they might not learn at home. Yeah. I mean, exactly. you know, I mean, I, I, I know when I was in the industry, I didn't realize that there was a way to reset your garbage disposal. There's right. a little button underneath. <laughs> it's red. <laughs> Press it. When it stops, you can actually reset your garbage disposal. But I didn't know that until I was in the industry. Yeah. And that's very valuable things. I mean, you can use it in everyday life. And I mean, absolutely. I always that person that walked through that door and was looking for a job. Mm -hmm. We all was that person. Mm -hmm. So it always takes that one person mm -hmm. to grab you under that wing and show you what you need to know. So you're, right. are you, are, would you consider yourself like a, a mentor basically Pretty now? Much. Oh, that's wonderful. You that's have awesome. to pay it forward. That's okay. great. And I'm glad that you have that attitude and our industry needs that. We need more mentors like that. Absolutely. So that's, that's awesome. So last question, and then you're off the hook and back oh, to work. Right. <laughs> what is the most memorable experience you've had while in this industry? No question, when service manager of the year. Oh, that's so awesome! That's the highlight of my career. Oh, <laughs> that's the best, and that's oh, that makes me feel like that's crying. great. And that you know that award. I mean, we started our awards program a couple of years ago, and so we have judges from all across the country mm -hmm. that actually vote on that. So to me, I think it's more special. Um, it's not just people. We do have some in Mississippi, but it's people outside of the the state, which is great. Um, yeah. so I think they it recognized what you give back yeah. to the industry. See, that, that's a big part of your career, that people notice the hard work you put in. Because when, when I was nominated, the numbers that was that was nominated, shout out to those guys as well. <laughs> uh, but uh, never thought in a million years my name was going to be called. Aww. Aww. Well, that's so well, special. Well, it's very well-deserved. Very well-deserved. And we can definitely see exactly why you, you won that award. Absolutely. Um, and so we thank you so much for being here with us today. Wasn't too painful. Yeah. Not at all. I enjoyed yeah. it. Good. We enjoyed it, too. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. And um, y'all stick around for our next episode. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you soon. Thanks, everybody. Right. Bye.